This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for signing up over at pain.tv slash gold. We truly appreciate that we do, folks. For just a few dollars a month, you help fund the Thomas Payne Enterprise, ladies and gentlemen, pain.tv. You get to join a like-minded group of individuals, share intelligence back and forth, argue at your own free will, and uh, you get to meet a lot of great people. I've had great discussions over the last week with uh, people over at pain.tv slash gold, uh, both publicly and privately. And so we do appreciate that. It's fantastic. You get the ad-free video version of this podcast, the Dustin Gold Standard, as well as the Thomas Paine podcast, which is the mothership of this operation, featuring Commander Mike Moore. And on Fridays, you get a bonus. Maria Albanese, who co-hosts with Mike on Fridays and brings in all sorts of intelligence. She's always tracking propaganda, psyops, schemes and scams right in line with what mike is doing over there at the thomas Payne podcast so thank you for that also thank you for those of you who went over to apple Podcasts and left a five-star review and a comment if you haven't please do that 
and uh, share this podcast, folks. There's a lot of you out there who've been writing me and thanking me for building this, uh, as you say, masterclass on the technocracy and transhumanism. But uh, I thank all of you for listening. I thank all of you for trusting in me to bring you this information that matters as we approach episode 50. I know we had a short break in there when I went to Poland for three and a half weeks and it turned out I couldn't record, but we got back on track and now we're pumping out seven shows a week, basically seven two-hour shows a week, and then we do the nugget every day, which is about 10 to 15 minutes, which is sort of a recap of... uh, the show, kind of a trailer to the show that we'll be dropping. And that way you guys can understand what's about to come. I try to tie in what we did to the previous episode and such. And then I am working on a concept for the Dustin Gold Morning Show, which might be an hour show, uh, where it's daily news that I'm tracking coming out of the technology world folks and it's stuff that i just don't have time to pack in to the dust and gold standard either it doesn't fit in to where i'm trying to get to uh, and it's going to distract me from the big points i have to make in the dust and gold standard more of the deep dive show and so i might hit on that stuff in the morning show and i'll make that a little funnier we'll put in a little more entertainment to lighten the mood in the mornings but I'm working on that along with several other projects connected to this. So it's just a matter of time, folks. Time and budgets. But uh, we are trying to put that together. All right. Where I want to pick up today, we're going to get back into the Cyborg Soldier 2050 document and podcast featuring Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane Deulius. And then that's going to work us into the second part of that podcast featuring, uh, was it Edward, Dr. Edward T. Barrett and Dr. Tony Pfaff. So we're going to work our way to that. The two boys handling ethics for the government when it comes to the merger of man and machine. I didn't know there were any ethics involved when you're merging man and machine. Isn't the idea to engineer humanity out of existence therefore no ethics would be involved it seems like the logical conclusion to where they're going with this folks um so what i want to do at the beginning of this show here is i'm going to show you a little something i dug up on darpa if you remember yesterday we opened the show with uh, the darpa brain initiative which we will delve deeper into in future episodes i just wanted to give you a teaser and as i said it fit in between Dr. Charles Morgan, because he talked about DARPA and the uh, brain projects they're working on, and it uh, sandwiched in nicely between that and the Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane Deulius interview, because all this stuff connects, folks. But something I mentioned on the show yesterday, which um, I just want to further illustrate for you before we jump back into that podcast. It's just a warm-up, folks. This is like a stretch before the marathon. But I mentioned yesterday that, um, that what happens generally is the government concocts some crazy idea. I mean, crazy because it's crazy that they're doing it, but not crazy because they can't do it. They can do anything, as they've said. And I am a believer that 
they can basically do anything with this technology. That's why if I was in a position of power or I wielded any influence, I would be calling for an international ban on all of this stuff. Uh, but, but what I said they generally do is they concoct this crazy idea. And then they will take that idea and fund universities. So they get the best and brightest minds out in the world of academia, from the professors to the students, right? And so the professors are made up of people like Dr. Charles Morgan III over at University of New Haven, like Dr. Peter Emanuel, like Dr. Diane DeUlius, and like these new doctors we're going to be bringing into the mix shortly. And so they have these guys who work for the government uh, developing Frankenstein technology that are, by their own words and actions, devout transhumanists and technocrats. And so they then take these government bureaucrats, these madmen, scientists, and engineers, and they place them into the world of academia so that your unsuspecting children are going to class with a psychopath. And then they have that professor teach your children how to engineer humanity out of existence. And so they use their bright minds to develop this type of technology that the government wants access to. And then those who do a really good job are invited into the government, or if they need more money, they will push them out into the so-called private sector to work for people like Peter Thiel and Elon Musk, where they can make more money developing Frankenstein technology. And so I had showed you quite a while ago that the CIA had a program with MIT where they were enticing these students to come over and work for the government, for the CIA, and any new technologies they developed that they could get a patent on while working there, they would own a percentage of the profits made off of those patents. And that is how you bribe these kids to come out of these expensive colleges and then move them into the so-called public sector to work for the CIA, to work for the military, to work for NASA and such, because you bribe them with money and you say you can develop crazy frankenstein technology over here you will get a patent and you will own a piece of those profits and if that doesn't work then they go and bed them into the so-called private sector companies all right and then what happens is these technologies are then developed out of these universities uh backed by the government with government grants and then they take those pieces of technology and either one, they funnel them back into the government, depending on what level of security they have and such. And so they move them back into the government, and then the government can further develop them, or the government can then hand them out to a private sector puppet, like Elon Musk or Peter Thiel or any of the companies that they have, uh, like Palantir, which is partnered with the government. We'll get into that in a moment. And so either they have the university funnel the technology back to the government, then the government will hand it out to a private sector puppet, a PR frontman like Elon Musk, or they will take the technology that they funded inside of whatever respective university it was, and they will then take that technology and pass that off to a government frontman private sector company. Okay, and so let me just show you an example of this. I'm going to actually use two examples. 
Um, and then, and then what happens from there, folks, is then the private sector puppet that gets a hold of the technology, which was all created and funded out of the government using a cutout like the university to expand on it because they can do more in those universities sometimes than government when they have to deal with so-called ethics. But I don't even believe that's actually a problem for them at this point. But they send it out to the university. And then once it hits the private sector cutout, the guy who's going to promote it, uh, popularize it, turn it into a consumer product, normalize it, desensitize people to it, and make it widely accepted and used, like all of the smart technology we looked at relating to babies, is then that company will receive a government contract so that then they can make the technology and the government can deploy it. So it's all funded by the government and the point of why i'm telling you this although i think at the end of the day we've talked about it plenty of times throughout the dust and gold standard on multiple episodes is i'm starting to try to take pieces of information that we researched analyzed dissected and learned about here and start to pull them together so that you have a better understanding of what's going on and you can share this information with more people. And so what they're doing, folks, and the point of this is that it is the government, our government, our supposed government of the people, by the people, and for the people. That government is the one coming up with the ideas, funding the ideas, incubating the ideas, and then mass producing and normalizing and humanizing and desensitizing people to them, and then ultimately forcing the adoption of such technologies on the public, like we saw DARPA came up with, it was ARPA, the precursor to DARPA, came up with the internet, and now it is widely used by the entire world. And so you can see that the boogeyman behind the curtain is the government. When you draw back the curtain on any of these Frankenstein technologies, anything connected into the technocratic prison planet, the metaverse, transhumanism, gene editing, DNA splicing, it is the government backing it. We are backing it essentially with our tax dollars but not really and i won't get into that here but yes your tax dollars are going to fund the technologies that are being created to engineer humanity out of existence and the point that i am making here folks is for those of you that may be new to this program to this podcast the dust and gold standard For those of you who may just be getting interested in the concept of technocratic transhumanism, for those of you who are just starting to dabble in this scientific engineering prison planet future that we find ourselves in and that is coming at us at warp speed, for those of you, I want you to understand and hopefully be able to explain to others that all of the distractions that are thrown at us daily, all of the clickbait that is tossed around us, everything from believing in some politician 
anywhere at any level is going to give us more freedom or hand us more liberty. Our fight for our constitutional rights is a complete and total manufactured distraction. If you watch the movie The Matrix, they have programs, right? Everything is a program. Agent Smith is a program. The Keymaker is a program. Uh, The Merovingi is a program. They are programs. And so these are merely programs in The Matrix. And so I don't want to burst your bubble, but Donald Trump was a program. Ron DeSantis is a program. Uh, Joe Biden is a program. BLM is a program. Antifa is a program. Frankly, MAGA is a program. Now, you may believe in the tenets of any one of these things, or you may believe one of these people is good and wants to rescue you. But when you understand the tenets of technocratic transhumanism, you will understand that none of these people and none of those organizations are going to achieve what you want because the entire system, the entire matrix is run by the technocratic transhumanisms and the ultimate goal is to engineer humanity out of existence. More on this when we come back. Absorb that, folks. I don't want to blow your mind. But just think of me today as Morpheus, and I am handing you not a red pill, folks. I am handing you the gold pill. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. Folks, I didn't mean to blow your mind in the first segment. I always try to warm up to this stuff, but I need to get it out there because we need to continue with the material. But what I'm saying here, folks, just to finish up my thoughts from the first segment, is that if you are to believe, if we are to believe that any of these men within the governmental system that we are allowed to interact with, the portion we are allowed to interact with, or the portion that we are allowed to watch on television or read about on social media, if we are to believe that there are saviors in government that are trying to help us, trying to get us fake rights back. You know, they concoct sort of these these situations in which there are some kind of special rights that we don't have that they're going to get for us and uh, all of these things. You're just getting wrapped up in a program and you're focused on something that really doesn't matter. And there cannot be any of these men inside government, especially our supposed representatives in our supposed constitutional republic, like our congressmen, or any of the 100 senators, or even the president or vice president of the United States. Because the way I'm looking at it now is those people are so low level in this system. 
They have effectively no power, and I've never heard any of them speaking about technocracy or transhumanism, so therefore they're either stupid and they have no idea what's going on, or they are actually part of the system, and their job is to distract us while the mad scientists are developing their technologies to engineer humanity out of existence. Because if they had power, they'd be stopping this. You could not convince me, folks, out of the 535, yeah, there's 435 congressmen and 100 senators, plus the president and the vice president, plus nine Supreme Court judges. You could not convince me that the vast majority of those people are okay with engineering humanity out of existence. Because if that is the case, then you would have to believe that there are 50% of people in this country that are okay with engineering humanity out of existence. Because if these 535 people supposedly represent us, then we elected people who agree with engineering humanity out of existence. And I would say the most pressing matter in the world would be the continuing of the existence of humanity itself. No, at the end of the day, all humans should be able to get on board with the fact that we want to see humanity exist. We want to see our species go on and continue. I mean, I would imagine that. Yes, there are definitely kooks who want to end humanity and think that killing humans will save the climate. But that's because they've been propagandized and brainwashed to believe that is the solution. They have been propagandized to believe that humans are the problem. That is all part of the propaganda that comes out of the psychological warfare developed by the transhumanist technocratic state. And so you have to believe that 50% of the representatives are on board with this. Now, folks, all of the funding that we're talking about passes through Congress that controls the purse strings, okay? So all of these representatives are voting in favor, the vast majority vote in the favor to fund this. Do I believe that every single one of them, I don't even know who's around anymore. I don't pay attention to it because I look at it as a program, but let's say, I don't know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or, you know, Rand Paul on the other side, that they are agreeing to fund this type of, uh, these budgets for these type of programs because they know that they're being developed to augment humans and eventually engineer humans out of existence? I don't believe so. And let's say Ocasio-Cortez votes in favor of something that does this, and then Rand Paul is against it. Then why isn't Rand Paul speaking out with the megaphone that he has warning you about the fact that this is a war on humanity itself? Because he either doesn't know or he's part of it. And the Republicans, I'm not saying Rand Paul, but the Republicans in general, vote for these massive military budgets of which we know a large percentage of the money is going to develop things like the Cyborg Super Soldier Program and the Brain Initiative and DARPA in general. So they're on board with it. Therefore, why even waste your time why even waste your time getting involved with these national level political campaigns? If anything, get involved at the local level. Get involved 
with the governments that uh, manage your homeowners association or your town. I mean, at least you have a chance of having influence. Maybe you want to build a wall around your town and try to stop the uh, federal technocratic state from coming in. So that's what I'm saying, folks. I'm just pointing out that the entire government as a whole, and we could pick it apart and look at individuals. I know over the years people have said that. Don't look at the government as a whole. Don't give these people an out. Let's target Fauci. At the end of the day, what does Dr. Fauci matter? Dr. Fauci, you know he's corrupt. Donald Trump put him out there. You could say he was tricked, he was fooled, whatever it is. Donald Trump went up there. Fauci's a great guy, unbelievable, one of the greats. I hate him, horrible person, terrible person, fantastic, he loves me. And so Donald Trump could get out there and say whatever he wants. He put Fauci in charge. Now, we could pinpoint Fauci who gets up there and he goes, I'm Fauci, I'm science, science is great, you gotta love science. If you don't love science, I'm gonna hit you in the head with a stick of salami me put you in the trunk of my car because i grew up in brooklyn and so what so you knock fauci out and they load another one in another program they are just programs in the matrix folks the government as a whole is the problem because the government is ever growing and it's ever expansive and it's corrupt and all the government does is it hands out power and food coupons so that's how they get the majority of people on board with it I'm going to just show you a couple of examples in a moment, but let me make the point here, folks. So when you're looking at Dr. Peter Emanuel and Dr. Diane DeUlius and Dr. Charles Morgan III, and soon we will be looking at Dr. James Giordano and Dr. Edward T. Barrett and Dr. Tony Pfaff, okay? All of these people make up the bureaucracy that is the government now, Prior to Donald Trump's uh, running for president in 2015-16, there were many people who were aware of the deep state, but I would say for the vast majority of people who are aware of the deep state, they started to gain their knowledge of the deep state from Donald Trump, from Steve Bannon, from the MAGA coalition. But I will make the case, folks, that there is no deep state. There is only the state. There is only the state. And I had this conversation privately a few days ago with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. There is no deep state. There is only the state. The state wields the power. The state funds the Frankenstein technology and experiments. The state is in favor of technocratic transhumanism, and the state is obviously on board with engineering humanity out of existence because it is the state, the system, the matrix that funds all of the programs that funds the universities to study this stuff and develop the Frankenstein technology. It is the state who hands those universities the checks to do so. It is the state that takes the developed technology or the partially developed technology back to the state. It is the state that then hands them off to the front men like Elon Musk and Peter Thiel. It is the state that then gives those guys investment capital or government contracts. It is the state that partners with their pseudo-private companies. 
it is the state that employs all of these doctors, these scientists, these engineers that make up the technocracy, which is ruled by the scientists and engineers. It is the state who pushes forward with ESGs. It is the state who pushes forward with climate change and uh, pollution standards. It is the state that allows the Amazon ring cameras to be put up everywhere. It is the state who funds Amazon with CIA contracts to store their data. It is the state who funds all of the private companies to launch rockets into space. It is the state who funds the satellite programs like Starlink, Elon Musk's supposed company out of SpaceX. It is the state who puts money into the Neuralink brain chip, the tapping of the uh, Bluetooth-enabled chip into your skull it is the state there is no deep state you can look up any of these doctors that i'm talking about who sit on the commissions and the committees to investigate the ethics behind building cyborg super soldiers gene editing CRISPR editing, DNA splicing. It is the state who funds it all. It is the state who is behind it all. It is the state through the CIA, through its venture firm, InQtel, its private nonprofit uh, venture capital firm that funds that we know of over 500 companies in Silicon Valley. It was the state that brought back 1,500 Nazi scientists from Nazi Germany after the end of World War II and installed them into positions of power and influence at the heads of government organizations and in charge of government Frankenstein projects. That was all the state. Now, you can go back and pinpoint every single individual. I could sit here all day long and do an entire biography for 57 episodes on Dr. James Giordano or on Dr. Peter Emanuel. I show a little bit about these guys because the information they're talking about is authorized by the state. It's funded by the state. I don't want to do a biography on Dr. Peter Emanuel. That guy could die tomorrow. He could get hit by a bus and he's replaced with a Dr. Diane DeUlius or a Dr. Charles Morgan III. They are easily replaced because they are programs within the matrix. It is the state that does all of this. It is the state who, the state that is funding the engineering of humanity out of existence. So next time you're going to waste any of your valuable time or energy or creativity or money to try to back some federal candidate who tells you that he's going to bring it to the Democrats, he's going to own the libs, because he's going to tell so-and-so, you're not allowed to say this about America. Or if you're on the left and you're backing AOC because she says, I'm going to stick it to the Republicans. I'll stick it to the conservatives. Climate change, rah, rah, rah. Remember, you're being played. You're being played by a program in the matrix. Because at the end of the day, folks, they all work for the state. They're all funded by the state. They're all under the control of the state. And they only have a job by legitimizing the state and keeping the state in power. And at the end of the day, this is all about power and control over us, 
over us mere mortal humans, folks. That's all it is. They control us, they stomp on us, they laugh at us, and they want to engineer us out of existence. So stop falling into the hands of the state. Stop talking about the deep state and start pointing your finger at the state because they have declared war on all of humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. I will be right back, right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 